In the name of the Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit, one God. The life of our Lord Jesus Christ, since his birth in the manger, his fleeing to Egypt and living in refuge, his fasting in the wilderness, and his ministry, every moment of it was a sacrifice. Every moment of it was a gift to us. But during this week in particular, when we commemorate, we remember, we celebrate these events that were life-changing for the whole of humankind, we see many more gifts. The ultimate gift, you might think, was the cross. But in actual fact, the ultimate gift was the empty tomb. Life. Life not only from death, but life with him everlasting in his kingdom. Then, of course, just before that, we see the gift and sacrifice of the cross. But before it, today, on Thursday, we see incredible gifts, two of them to his disciples. The first, the washing of their feet. The second, the institution of the sacrament of the Eucharist, the gift of his body and his blood. But of course, at this time, the disciples were merely a conduit, for these two gifts were gifts to the whole of humankind until he comes again. In the washing of feet, we see an incredible sacrifice. We see humility. We see God in flesh, not only living in the form of his creation, but even bowing before his creation and washing their feet as an act of elective servitude. He made himself a servant to us. He is the creator of all. He is the omnipotent. And yet, he made himself of no reputation and made himself a servant to all. In that act, he gave us the single most important image of service. We sometimes look at the term service in our church or ministry across the board as a badge of honor. It is a place of prominence. It is a sense of importance, but in actual fact, it is none of that. It is a privilege and a responsibility to sit in the place of the incarnate word as we wash the feet of the world. That is what that is about. It is not about who is greatest, because our Lord said, who needs to be greatest must be the least. Who wants to be first must be last. You must be a servant unto all. And he gave us that example in love himself. But in that same act, he also washed their feet as a symbol of welcoming them into the ministry and then preparing them for the journey they were about to walk with him. Don't forget that their journey was just 
about to start. This was all preparation. This was all our Lord preparing and molding them. They were now, after his resurrection, after his ascension, about to go out and serve and give what they have received. Offer what they had been given so graciously and lovingly. And so he prepared their feet for that journey. That journey which was going to be difficult and yet glorious. That journey which would have many challenges and obstacles, but lead many to him. A journey that would start with his own example and sending them and culminate into the ministry of the church even today. Today, now, at this moment, not only in this place, but in every place, in every denomination, in every church, in every part of the world. This is the message they were given and they were told to spread and continue and this was the means of spreading it. And this is why we today are able to stand in this place and lift up our hearts and lift up our spirits and proclaim our Lord, our risen Lord, as our Savior. But that journey was going to be so difficult that the mere washing of feet was not going to be enough. What was more was that he had to accompany them and indeed us along this whole journey. But how could this be as he was about to die, rise and then ascend? This is why he gave not only his body, his blood, but he gave that assurance that he would be with us every time every time we enacted this mystery he would not just be looking from a distance not just shepherding from the front not leading from the middle but within us today and every day we offer the Eucharist he is on the altar accompanying us on every step of our journey this was the one gift that was given by our Lord and then meant to be given to the whole world. In every church, in every denomination, there is an understanding of communion. For us, as Orthodox Christians, as Coptic Orthodox Christians, we believe in actual presence. This is the body and blood of our Lord Jesus Christ on the altar. How? How? Short answer? I don't know. Short but honest. What I do know is our Lord said, Do this. And when I am standing and praying later, I will raise my voice with you to the Holy Spirit and say, Ascend now upon these gifts, change them into body and blood. And that is how. And that is how He is here with us on this altar. And that is how we partake of him together and we become one with him sacramentally through the Eucharist. That is how we become one with each other 
and one with him. This was not merely a symbolic act at a breaking of bread. This was the institution of ultimate fellowship in him. Forever. Until he returns. And until we are then once again unified and reconciled with him and his kingdom. This is the gift we've been given today. Now, again, as Coptic Orthodox Christians, we love our liturgies, we love our Eucharistic services, we love communion. This is why we had such a difficult time during lockdown. Yes, of course, we could attend things online, but we couldn't partake of the body and blood of our Lord. It was so difficult. And for many of us who had just taken it as a routine, as a standard practice for many, many years, we suddenly felt the importance of it. Hold on to that thought. Hold on to that feeling. Hold on to that hunger that we had for almost two years. Let us not become so familiar with it again that it just becomes something we do. Because it is by no means just something we do. This is the ultimate gift to us, the body and blood of our Lord given to us so that we may be with him. Today, we mark that day in our calendars. We celebrate it liturgically, but this is a reality we live every day of our lives. We have Eucharistic services every day. We can take communion every day. But remember that it is the gift that we are supposed to take that makes us one with him and that allows us to share that gift and that grace and that love that we receive with the world. The world may not take communion with us in this church today, but when we partake of the body and blood of our Lord Jesus Christ and we walk out into the world and we act with love and grace, when we act with kindness, with justice, with generosity, people partake of that and they are able to see him in us so today as we stand here and lift up our hearts today in particular let us look towards the sanctuary look towards the altar the throne of God upon which our Lord will be in our midst waiting that he may share himself with us and that once we have taken that gift that we in our lives, in our practice, in our words, in our deeds, in our faith, that we may share it with the world. That they too may see the word in action and in motion through our streets. Not only words on a page, but manifestation in our lives and that his light may shine through us into the world, into the greatest darkness, and give hope of this gift, of this Eucharist, but as we journey through this week, the ultimate hope of the risen Lord and his glorious resurrection that is for the whole world. And glory be to God forever.